0: Hello, everyone. My name is Brian Sparks, and I'm the lead pastor at One Church in Texas. This is the One Church podcast. Welcome, and thanks for tuning in. I pray that this message encourages you, and that in our time together, you encounter Jesus, and that your life will never be the same. All right, Matthew 28 5 and 6. Matthew 28 5 through 6. It says, The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid. For I know that you are looking for Jesus. Man, this is a great place to start. Uh, Maybe you're here and you're not sure about your faith, but you're looking for Jesus, amen? Uh, We we want you to know that we don't want you to encounter one church. We want you to encounter Jesus, amen? Because Jesus changes everything. Who was crucified, he is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come and see where he lay, the place where he lay. I love this, because Jesus' tomb is empty so that your life doesn't have to be. Yes. And if you're taking notes today, you can title today's message, Jesus Changes Everything. Yes. Jesus Changes yes. Everything. Lord, right now, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. We thank you that every ear in here is open and receptive to hear your word. They did not come to hear a word from a bald, beautiful man. They've come to hear a word from you. So, Lord, I pray that you'd use me to speak to the hearts and the lives of your people. Let every life be changed. Let no one leave the same. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. 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 Come on, tell your neighbor one more time. Say, Jesus changes everything. Uh, you know, uh, I'm just wondering, do I have any trash talkers in the room? Come on, if you're sitting by a trash talker, you can point them out. You can be like, hey, they're, yeah, they're trash. You know, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, trash talkers, like... Like, it, it, there's sometimes that people are like, they're the sweetest people on, in the world off the field, yeah, yeah. off the court, right? Like, they're just the sweetest people. They're all, it's, always the, it's always the little petite ones, yeah. right? They're like 5'2", and like, oh, how you doing? How oh, you're so sweet. I will kill you. <laughs> you're like, are you, I think you're demon possessed. I, I don't know. Like, they, they talk, they're talking trash about you. They're talking trash about your granny. They don't even know your granny, but they're talking trash about it, right? Like they're trying, they're, they're doing everything that they can to, to get inside your head. They talk trash about you. And, and, and the reason why people talk trash uh, 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 to their opponent is that for this reason, is because they want to insult you. They want to intimidate you. They want to try to humiliate you and demoralize your, uh, you as an opponent, to make, to make you less confident so that they can win easier. Like th- there's, there's a reason for trash talk. And, and, and it's not just because they want to talk bad about you. It's because they're trying to get inside of your head. So for, with the ultimate goal of being able to win the game, easier. You know, uh, I I think that whenever uh, they they find a weakness or something that that they think might bother you, then they'll just harp on it. You know, I was a firefighter paramedic uh, for a lot of years before I was a pastor. And uh, in in the uh, firefighter paramedic world, if anybody ever called you something and you didn't like it, you didn't let them know you didn't like it. Right? Because if you acted like it bothered you, It becomes a permanent nickname. Uh, One time, I, uh, when when my my daughter was uh, little bitty, she's nearly seventeen now, when she was a little girl, uh, my my uh, wife washed my uniform with my daughter's clothes that were full of glitter. And I, I had to leave the house at 4.30 and, and in the morning. And so I'd show up, I showed up to work and we're walking around doing, uh, we're checking out the, uh, the engine, like we're doing all the stuff. And all the guys at the department are snickering. And I'm like, what in the world are they laughing about? Like, what is it? And I'll just say this, that, that my last name is Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't a big jump to get to Sparkles. And so I was Sparkles all day, right? And I, I didn't—I I just like whatever, you know, like no big deal. But in deep down, you know, I was like, don't you dare start calling me. I didn't want Sparkles being on the back of my helmet, right? Like I—I I didn't, I, I, but I didn't let them know that it, it bothered me because I didn't want them to get inside my head and it become a permanent nickname for me. The truth is, is that we all have weaknesses. We all have flaws. In fact, Romans 3.23 says this, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Uh, for all the religious people out there, I'm just going to read this for you again. It says, for all, not for y'all. <laughs> Come on now. For all have sinned, not for y'all have sinned, right? A lot of times we like to point out other people's sin because they sin different than we do. Yeah. But the Bible says that we all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. That means that your sweet mama and papa have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God it doesn't matter how great you think somebody is maybe you look up to somebody and you think man they don't make mistakes like they they are they are so on you you might come to church and be like man why can't we have it together like them can I tell you that everybody in this room the people that you're sitting by they smell good they look good and they got their best Easter clothes on they're all crazy All of us are crazy. We're just different levels of crazy, right? We've all sinned. We've all got flaws. We've all made mistakes. And I'm just gonna let you know right now that that you are no different than the person you're sitting next to because all of us have sinned. All of us are in exactly the same spot. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And what happens is the sin in our life begins to pile up in our life. Uh, this, the sin in our life begins to accumulate in our life. And, and, and what's, what's crazy is is that the devil begins to show up and talk trash about our trash. Like, like, he wants to show up in your life, and like, like right now, like you walked in and you're Sunday best and you're looking good and, 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 and as soon as you walk in, you know, you walk in the front door and, and you're, you're like, oh, I'm blessed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Oh, hallelujah. But you were cussing your kids in the car. Come on. And then, and then, oh, no, you, I know what you did Friday night. You're going to act like you worshiping Jesus on Sunday morning. I know what you did and who you did. And what the devil's doing is talking trash about your trash. He's talk, he, he comes in and he's like, who are you? Who do you think that you are? How, how, are, how are you going to come in and sing holy? How, how are you going to come in and worship God when you live the way that you live? See, he talks trash about your trash. In fact, the Bible tells us in Revelations twelve ten. the Bible calls the devil the accuser, Of the brethren who accuse them before our God day and night. The devil is talking trash about your trash day and night. Like he's talking, that's all, he just keeps harping on it. He keeps talking about it. He keeps talking about how you're no good, how you don't measure up. He wants to make you feel unwanted. He wants to make you feel invaluable. He wants to make you feel unusable because of all the trash from your todays. And your yesterdays. His goal is to win. And the way that he wins is to try to make you feel worthless. The devil views you as trash. He talks trash about your trash. And he tries to convince you that you are trash. Like it really is a pretty simple plan, right? He talks you into doing something. And then he tells you how bad you are for doing it. Because he just wants to talk about how bad of a person you are. And, and, And he's trying to convince you that your trash is too big to be forgiven. That your trash stinks worse than anybody else's trash, right? Like like you're, oh, no, no, no. Who, you are so much worse than the person sitting next to you. You are so much worse than than the person that, that you just, you said hi to in the parking lot. Like you're so, like he's trying to convince you. And the reason why he's trying to convince you is because he wants, he's not after you, he's after your destiny, Because if he can convince you that you're no good, that your sins are too big, and you hear people say this, well, I can't go to church because if I go to church, man, the roof's going to cave in on me. And what they're saying is is that I believe the lie that the devil has talked to me about my trash. I believe everything that he said about my trash. And I I know this, that my sin is worse. I'm so much worse off than anybody else. And he's convinced you that it stinks worse than anyone else. But remember, for all have sinned. For all have sinned yes. and fallen short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. It doesn't matter who it is, your mama, your papa, your mom, your dad, your pastor. All have sinned. All of us are in the same boat. And if you've ever thought like, man, my trash is so much worse than everybody else's trash. My, my trash is so much worse stinkier than everybody else's trash, then I've got good news for you today. That just because you have trash doesn't mean that you are trash. See, see the, the, the gospel is called good news because the devil comes in to accuse you, but God came to forgive you. The devil comes in and he calls you trash. But God steps in and he says, no, no, you don't understand. They're treasure. The the, the devil steps in and says, no, you don't understand. What you've done is too big. You are broken. You cannot be used. And God steps in and said, guess what? I am the God that heals. I am the God that restores. I am the God that redeems. Come on. I am the God that recycles. Not too long ago, we, um, we live out in the, in the country and uh, our trash company called my wife and he told her, he said, uh, hey, uh, they, they told her, they said, hey, just so you know, we're not servicing your area anymore and so we're no longer picking up your trash. My wife called me to tell me and I, the first thing I asked her is, what am I supposed to do with my trash? Like, like, wh- what are we going to do? Like, I, I can't, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do if they're not going to pick up anymore because guess what? Trash piles up. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, like trash doesn't go away just because they stopped servicing the area, right? Like, like now I need, I need somebody to take care of my trash because my trash is going to begin to accumulate. My trash is going to begin to pile up. And, and, and I know that I can't think good thoughts To make my trash go away. You know, just be positive. No, when I get home, my trash still going to be there. Like I can't go, go out and be a good person and come home and all my trash disappears, right? Because the thing about trash is it piles up until it's taken away. The trash has to be taken away for you to get rid of it. And uh, so my, my wife did some calling around and found somebody and they said, hey, we actually service your area and we will come and pick up your trash for you in seven days. And I was like, glory to God. I was counting down the days, right? Like seven more sleeps till we get our trash picked up. I mean, my garage is piling up, right? Like, I've got stuff just piled everywhere. Six more sleeps. Come on, five more sleeps. Babe, you don't understand. Like, we got three more days, and they're gonna come pick up my trash. And when trash day showed up, man, I'm hauling all my garbage to the street. Like, I don't care who's looking. I don't care. care. I'm piling all my garbage, all the bags at the end of the street. And I don't care where they take it. I just want them to take it. Like, I'm tired of the smell. I'm tired of the stink. I'm tired of this being in my life. The trash in my life is no good. It is affecting my life. And I'll just tell you today that we are not just here celebrating a religious holiday called Easter. We are celebrating a God that came to remove the trash from our life. He came to remove the pain from our life. He came to remove the dysfunction from our life. He came to remove the failures from our life. He came to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness the bible says this that he did not just take it a little bit away like he didn't just run it down the street so that you still have to drive by it right the bible says that it, he removed our sin as far as the east is from the west as far as the east is, and i love this so much because there is no end to east and west it cannot be measured that there, there, you, can't ever, you can never come to the end of east and you can never come to the end of west. You, you, you can go north and south and you will come to the end. Eventually you go far enough north, you're going, you're going to run into Santa's workshop. He's <laughs> trying to be friendly. You go far enough south, guess what? You're eventually going to have to go north. But there is no end to east and west. That means that God said this, that as far as you can even imagine, I've taken your sin, I've taken your shame, I've taken the pain out of your life. Like you don't have to see it anymore. It doesn't have to be a part of your life anymore. It doesn't have to accumulate in your life. And I'll just let you know, because all of you have sinned and fallen short. And I offer this gift to everyone. You know, I used to love this, uh, watching this show called Hoarders. I don't know if it's still on, but if you ever want to feel better about yourself, if you're like, well, I'm not much of a housekeeper, well, just watch that show. Uh, but, but for those of you that haven't seen the, the show Hoarders, is, uh, it's a show about people who refuse to throw anything away. Like they, they just begin to pile things up in their house. And around their yard like it just begins to accumulate like like they're like, oh, it's yeah. Why do you have this? It's a broken plate. Well, maybe one day I'll fix it. And what they convinced themselves and they they tried to convince everybody else is, is that, that, that their trash is actually collectible. Like like, no, this is a collector's item. Like, like this is something that's valuable, like maybe I will need it one day. And so they begin to live their lives in a different way and they begin to pile trash up. And then they make these little pathways through their house, right, like to the kitchen, to the bathroom like they make these paths and on every side of them is just trash piled up and they begin to live their life differently. They begin to change the way they behave. They begin to change the way they live because they're so committed to the trash in their life that they refuse to throw it away and so they've decided that I'll just live with it. And some of you know exactly how that feels. Probably not physically. But the truth is, is that you've chose to hold on to the past pain. You've made the choice that I, I, I'm just going to pile up the shame. I'm gonna pile up the sin. I'm gonna pile up this condemnation condemnation, I'm gonna live my life and I'm just gonna find a way to get from point A to point B And I'll just let it affect my life And, and, and and you believe this lie like man Because I messed up because I made the the mistake because I fell short because I failed God then it's my job to live with it Like because it's my sin because it's my mistake, because it's my flaw, then it's my responsibility to deal with it. Like I'll just learn, I'll pile it up around me and I'll just learn to live with it. And if that's you today, I want you to know what Easter's all about. Because the Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Listen, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This Easter Sunday, I want you to know if you've been hoarding the past shame, if you've been hoarding the condemnation, if you've been hoarding things thinking, man, it's my job to deal with it. Can I tell you today, don't you dare miss trash day. Don't you dare walk out of this room carrying the trash in your life. You can make a decision today that I'm no longer holding on to the sin. I'm no longer holding on to the shame. I'm no longer holding on to the pain from my past. I'm no longer gonna walk in condemnation because I think that my sin is worse than everybody else I'm not going to miss trash day because I serve a God who come to set me free from all the sin of my past shame don't miss trash day you no longer have to hold on you want to know why it's called good news it's because he dealt with it and I don't have to Because he took all my sin. He took all the pain. He took all the shame. And all I have to do is say, God, I give it to you. I don't wanna live like this anymore. Don't miss trash day. Today, he offers this gift to every one of us. The Bible says that old things have passed away. Behold, all things, all things have become new today can be your trash day today you thought man i've got to live with it i made my bed i got to lie in it no you don't no you don't jesus paid so that you don't have to with every head bowed and every eye closed maybe you're in this place and you don't know jesus never asked Him into your heart, you've never asked Him to be the Lord of your life. But today you'd like to. Today's trash day. It's time to make a decision that you know what, I'm just giving my pain, my shame, my sin to the God who wants to take it all away. Maybe you're in this place, you say, Brian, I prayed that prayer, I've asked Jesus to be the Lord of my life, but I'm not living like it. I've walked away from my relationship with Jesus and today man, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus I want to resurrender my life to Jesus I'm not going to embarrass you I'm not going to call you forward I'm not going to make you stand up but I am going to ask you to be bold enough when I count to three as soon as I hit three just slip your hand up wherever you are we're going to pray a prayer together as a church family and I believe this when you pray this prayer if you believe it in your heart your life will never be the same you say Brian that's me I need Jesus in my life for the first time one Brian today I want to rededicate my life to Jesus too Brian will you pray that prayer with me three wherever you are just slip your hand up and see those hands see those hands God loves you friend God loves you God loves you you. come on Sulphur Springs I see those hands God loves you 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 Don't miss Trash Day. Anybody else? Anybody else? I see that hand. I see that hand. God loves you, friend. God loves you. It's a new beginning, a new day. Can we pray this prayer together as a church family? Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Take my sin. And by your grace, I take your righteousness. I make you the Lord of my life. I give you all that I am. I hold nothing back. In Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen, amen. Come on, give it up for every person that prayed that prayer. Thank you so much for listening to this message. A special thanks to those who give generously to One Church. It's because of you that lives are being impacted all over the world. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe for more messages like this. Share this with a friend. Post it on social media. And be sure to tag us at I Am One Church. Thanks again for listening.